My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 227 of The Kate Show. Guys, I never thought I'd be talking about robots and artificial intelligence on my podcast, but here I go. (laughs) If you've ever heard of ChatGPT4, and for the sake of brevity, I'm just going to call it ChatGPT going forward, you've likely also heard that some businesses are attempting to let this bot, this AI, create all their marketing content. Now, if you think that sounds amazing, and honestly, who wouldn't think that, you might also wonder, is this too good to be true? And of course, that's a sign that you are still a smart human, smarter than AI. Now, because ChatGPT is still quite new, I decided to interview that bot on all things marketing. Primarily, I wanted to know whether it was smart to let ChatGPT do time-consuming marketing tasks like writing entire blog posts. What? Secondarily, I was curious, because as a techie person, I've largely considered technology to be my friend, but ChatGPT had me feeling a little apprehensive, because if a robot could create free marketing content in seconds, would that content be effective? Because that's really the big thing. It doesn't matter how fast or slow something or someone creates something, like marketing content. What really matters is, does it work? Is it effective? And is there a right and a wrong way to use artificial intelligence in marketing? Are there any long-term repercussions? Are we going to spend all this time telling the AI, do this and do this and do this, and then find out that it was actually hurting our businesses instead of helping? Or maybe it was helping it all along and everything is just roses and rainbows. Well, ChatGPT was refreshingly transparent when answering my questions. By the end of the interview, I found myself saying niceties like, please and thank you and got weird satisfaction from watching it type answers to my questions at a crazy fast rate. And here are the results of that interview. So I hope you enjoy it. That's what I'm sharing with you guys today. And I do want to thank today's sponsors. So this episode is brought to you by HoneyBook. If you're looking for a professional client workflow that can be automated, you need to check out HoneyBook and use code SOCIALITE for 60% off your first two years. Go to share.honeybook.com forward slash socialite or use the code socialite at checkout. This episode is also brought to you by Side Door. As an interior designer looking to scale your firm, whether you have a big team, a small team, or it's just you, you might feel like you only have a few limited options if you want to make more money, that you need to work around the clock, maybe you need to open a storefront. And all of that can end up sounding really stressful because you have to give up time with family and perhaps even your own mental health and physical well-being. Is it worth that? Honestly, no. And the good thing is Side Door presents another option. As an interior designer, you can sell trade-only products and earn an average commission of 30% on each sale, which is pretty darn amazing. Not only do you have a lot of income potential, but you also don't have to worry about inventory or handling orders or shipping or returns or customer support. Just curate a room package, make the sale, and get paid. Side Door does the rest. You can sell each package over and over or offer a custom service that lets you handcraft a package for each client. Either way, Side Door is the smarter way to scale your design firm. To earn money with Side Door, apply to join them. Go to onsidedoor.com to get started today. All right, guys. Before we get into today's episode, I do want to give a shout out to Joy Song Joyce because she left a really sweet review of the podcast on Apple. Here's what she said. Folks, Kate the Socialite is the real deal and I have so much to be thankful to her for. This show alone has helped me make so many very 
pragmatic changes as I've gone from floundering in a sea of unknowing while trying to promote my design and coaching business to feeling confident about getting out there and showing my stuff. In an authentic way, of course, not sounding like the proverbial used car salesman. If you have been crushed by the overwhelmed dragon of marketing your business and you want to get back to things that you got into business for in the first place, it's time to tune in, take notes, implement, and be on your happy designing way. Seriously, you are in good hands with Kate. Joyce, thank you so much for that. It means the world to me when you guys take time to write reviews, and I love reading every single one of them. All right, guys, let's get into chat GPT, the ways that you should use it or should not use it in your marketing. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. While some entrepreneurs are diving into ChatGPT as though it's the genie of all things marketing, you've hesitated. And I've hesitated too. Technology is a wonderful thing, but like any other tool, it can be misused, misunderstood, and it can cause a lot of confusion if you aren't sure how to best use it. My goal today is to clear up confusion and help you harness the power of AI in a way that makes sense and remains ethical for your home industry business. Now, I gotta tell you, honestly, this episode was inspired in part by the person who shall remain nameless, who emailed me recently to proudly share they were going to let ChatGPT write their blog posts. And my condolences to their business at this point. You'll see why I say that in a minute. Let's just get started. The first thing that I had asked ChatGPT is whether or not we would have to announce or somehow put a disclaimer out there that we're using AI to you know, write this newsletter, write this blog post or social media caption or whatever. So I asked it, what are the legal ramifications? And here is what ChatGPT said. And if you would like to fact check me, you guys can. You can go ask ChatGPT the same questions that I asked it and you're going to get the same answers. So here's what it said. And I quote, it's always a good idea to be transparent about the fact that the content was generated with the help of AI technology, especially if you're using it for commercial purposes, commercial purposes, meaning business purposes. By the way, I also wanted to know what Google thought, because Google has a lot of opinions about artificial intelligence and they're not all bad, but they do have some opinions on this particular topic of disclosing AI generated content. Here's what Google said. If automation is used to substantially generate content, here are some questions to ask yourself. Number one, is the use of automation, AI, evident to visitors through disclosures or in other ways? So in other words, are you telling them? Because you should be. Number two, are you providing background about how AI was used to create the content? So in other words, if AI wrote your blog post, you actually need to say that AI wrote your blog post. Third, are you explaining why AI was used to produce that content? In other words, if you're like, well, I'm just too lazy to do it myself, you know, you've got to just like say that. But like, how embarrassing would that be? But this is what Google is telling us. So it's really interesting. And what does this mean for your business? Well, it means that if letting AI write your marketing content sounds too good to be true, it is. And we've just gotten this episode started. It's not going to resonate with your audience because AI can't use reason or emotions like a human can, but more on that later. And marketing is entirely a human-to-human -human relationship. 
It only makes sense that from an ethical standpoint, you'll need to tell your audience if you've farmed out your relationship with them to a bot. And it sounds heartless because it is. And that's a big reason why Google doesn't like it. And if it doesn't make Google happy, you shouldn't be doing it. I hate to say it, but it's true. The second thing that I wanted to know from ChatGPT is, will it optimize a blog post for search engines? Because wouldn't that be cool? And here is what ChatGPT said. As an AI language model, I don't create blog posts with the intention of optimizing them for search engines. SEO is a complex process that involves many factors, including website structure, content quality, backlinks, and user experience. You guys have heard me talk about this on the podcast many times, so I'm glad ChatGPT and I agree on this. <laughs> they went on to say, while the text I generate can be helpful in providing relevant information, it's important to optimize the website and content as a whole for SEO purposes. This may involve additional steps like optimizing images, creating meta descriptions, and building quality backlinks. So again, you've heard this all on the podcast before. Well, what does this mean for your business? It means that try as we might, we can't use AI as a magic marketing tool to get our websites to rank higher in search results or to optimize our blog posts. Because as Google has stated, and I quote, those seeking success in Google search should be looking to produce original, high-quality, people-first content. And by the way, Google knows if you're using a bot instead of your brain to create content. So here's the thing. Google said on their blog, Using automation, including AI, to generate content with the primary purpose of manipulating ranking and search results is a violation of our spam policies. So, in other words, if you're using AI to create content because you want to rank higher, so you're creating a lot of blog posts with ChatGPT or whatever, that is a violation of their spam policy. They go on to say, appropriate use of AI, which Google defined earlier in their blog post as things like you can use it for sports scores, weather forecasts, and transcripts. That's not against our guidelines. This means that you're not using AI to generate content primarily to manipulate search engine rankings, which again is against our spam policies. Those seeking success in Google search should be looking to produce original, high-quality, people-first content. So what does this mean? Well, it means that if you violate Google's spam policy by using ChatGPT or a similar AI software, to write your marketing content from start to finish, you'll find that your website ranks lower and lower in search results because that's what Google does to content it deems as spam, including spammy websites. But the same is also true of email marketing. Gmail is able to recognize when a piece of email marketing has been produced by AI and will automatically market as spam. The fourth question that I wanted to ask ChatGPT is, if it could create marketing content, would it be effective? And here's what ChatGPT said, and I quote, it's still important for businesses to develop their own unique brand voice and messaging. Marketing content that is overly reliant on automated text generation may come across as impersonal or robotic, which can detract from its effectiveness. While the use of AI language models like myself can be a helpful tool for businesses, it's important to use them in moderation and supplement them with other creative and strategic approaches to marketing. What does this mean for you? It means that in order to appropriately use ChatGPT or similar AI tools to create your marketing content, you'll need to just use it as a research tool or an idea generator and rewrite any content that it gives you so that number one, it sounds like a human wrote it, and number two, so it matches your brand voice because without those two elements, your content will fall flat with SEO, with Google, and with your audience. And then at that point, there is no point in even doing it. 
This episode of The Kate Show is brought to you in part by Socialite Vault. Did you guys know we give away free marketing templates in the vault? That's right, you don't have to be a member to test drive these templates. Just go to socialitevault.com and click on the freebies tab. These templates are specific to designers, stagers, workrooms, and organizers. They're beautiful and easy to edit in Canva. Go to socialitevault.com to grab your templates now. The other thing I wanted to know is if a lot of people started saying, hey, ChatGPT, write a blog post about kitchen design. A lot of people asked it to do that. What would happen? Would everyone start getting the same blog post? Or like, what would happen? Well, here's what ChatGPT said. If thousands or millions of people use me to create marketing content, there's a possibility that some of the generated content may share similar or identical phrases or structures, particularly if the input provided to me is similar. What does this mean? Well, would it bother you to know that your AI-produced marketing content looks just like the next business's marketing content, especially if that other business is your competitor? How would you feel when your customers start calling you out for supposed plagiarism, or worse, lying to them? If you care about authenticity and ethics, and you do, then this fact should make you stop in your virtual tracks. ChatGPT and other AI models are only as good as the human-produced content that's already on the internet. A portion of that content on the internet is excellent, and a portion of it is spam. AI does not discriminate between the two, it can't tell. So when you ask it to create a blog post or any other type of marketing content, it will regurgitate and repackage information, wording, and ideas from the internet, whether they're good or nicely written or bad ideas or poorly written. And as more spammy content peddlers use AI to create marketing content, more and more of the internet will consist of redundant content that the AI itself had already created and continues to regurgitate and repackage. Now, the good news is original content will significantly stand out even more. Yay for me and for you, I hope. If you're wondering, well, what if I just tried it? What if I just had ChatGPT do all my marketing for me? You're not the first person to want to try that. In fact, a big, huge company, BuzzFeed, had a brilliant marketing idea and by brilliant, I mean ridiculous, they were like, let's use AI to generate our blog posts. You guys want to see how that worked out for them? Well, Futurism Magazine wrote a great article on just how poorly that experiment went, and here is what they said. BuzzFeed quietly started publishing fully AI-generated articles that are produced by non-editorial staff, and they sound a lot like the content mill model that their CEO had promised to avoid. The 40 or so articles, all of which appear to be SEO-driven travel guides, are comically bland and similar to one another. If you guys want to see those comically bland AI-written blog posts, you can get the link to that in the show notes of this episode. Go to thekateshowpodcast.com and click on the ChatGPT episode. ChatGPT and other AI platforms are helpful for researching your audience and your topic ideas. They're not helpful for speaking directly to your ideal clients or for communicating your brand message two things which are honestly the entire point of marketing. So here's the big question. Does ChatGPT replace humans? Does it replace human copywriters? In short, no, but I guess you've already gathered that at this point. However, ChatGPT and other AI tools can be valuable assets for copywriters and business owners like you because you can use it to do research and proofreading. That just makes sense. After interviewing ChatGPT, I can confidently say that robots and AI are not going to take over the world, nor are they going to do your marketing for you, at least not effectively. 
<laughs> Bummer, I know. However, advanced AI tools like ChatGPT are things that will help you become more efficient in the research phase, more efficient in the editing phase. So I'm not against it, not by a long shot. I think that technology is a neutral thing. It's not good or bad. It's how we use it that makes the difference. So let's just get through a quick summary of ChatGPT's pros and cons. The cons are AI-generated newsletters go to spam. AI-generated blog posts and website copy get flagged for spam. That's not something that you want to happen to your website or your email marketing. AI-generated copywriting is generic. AI-generated copywriting does not understand your unique client's pain points or your specific business goals. Okay, so those are all reasons why you still need to be a human. You still need to take the time and care enough about your business to create your own marketing content or to have someone who understands your business create it. The pros of ChatGPT, because we do want to be balanced and fair here, is that it's great for generating content ideas. If you're like, hmm, I don't know what I should talk about right now on social media or in my email or whatever. It's great for generating content ideas, but you still have to be the final judge on whether those topics are relevant for your business because not every content idea is a good one. ChatGPT is great for research. I've said that a few times now, but it's really cool because it will sift through the internet for you and speak to you you know, in a way that's very conversational. It's kind of nice. It's not like Googling something where you then have to pick a result and then read through it. Another thing is that ChatGPT is great for knowing what everyone else is doing so that you can be different. So if you were to ask ChatGPT, what are the most popular blog post topics in interior design right now? It's going to tell you so that you can then not write about those topics if you don't want to, because maybe you don't want to sound like everybody else. Maybe you want to stand out. It's up to you. If you're like, this is really interesting, can I ask ChatGPT these questions? Yes, you can. Go do it. You'll be able to read the answers for yourself, and you'll be one giant robot step ahead of the other business owners who are blindly treating ChatGPT like a marketing content mill to the detriment of their businesses. Instead of avoiding this AI, however, like I said, use it for research. Whether you need more information on a topic or you're looking for a new online tool and you are not sure what to, when to pick, or you need a specific product for a project, ChatGPT could probably help you find it. Let it do your sourcing if it can. Let AI do the heavy lifting so that you can focus on speaking directly to your ideal client in a personal, specific way. Nothing is more impactful to the growth and success of a business than human-to-human -human interaction, whether it's written or in video format or in person. So guys, that is what I learned about ChatGPT from ChatGPT itself. I hope you found it interesting. It is not a topic I ever expected to talk about, like I said, <laughs> but we have to keep up with the times. And instead of running away from it, I wanted to really understand this tool and figure out whether I could use it in my own business. I haven't really figured out a way to use it in my own business yet. I mean, I think I did one time ask it, hey, can you give me the word count on this just for fun? And it did. But like, you know, word documents can do the same thing. So there are a lot of different ways to use it. And it is getting smarter and smarter, but it's only as good as the content that's already on the internet. So being a human has not gone out of style, thank God. <laughs> All right, guys, that's what I have here this week. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, keep your marketing simple and your message clear. I will talk to you soon. 
Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.